Hi guys, welcome back to the Moon Milk Podcast. This is Vevna Foro. Thank you so much for tuning in, yeah? So, I read a poem previously on the podcast from the Instagram poetry community. I will be doing another read that I came across, and uh, yeah. It's going to be from this account, Zombies in Poetry, Z-O-M-B-I-E-S-A-N-D-P-O-E-T-R-Y. I love that Instagram handle, by the way, because for those of you who know, who followed, you know, um, either Hummingbird Blink Nectar Poetry or, you know, um even some things i've said <laughs> i love zombie movies so i i was a i don't watch as many horror movies or zombie movies as much anymore but um the walking dead i watched that for quite a while i think they they made another um you know spin-off of walking dead you know if maggie negan i don't know if i'm really going to watch that um and uh you know i've seen pride and prejudice zombies um so many uh you know uh and uh yeah 20 uh, you know there's 28 days later 28 weeks later and you know all those uh a fan of those i was actually sharing some of the (laughs) on threads i was going through all my you know childhood favorite films and movies and sharing some trailers and clips and stuff for fun also i just typically share you know um just uh, music mostly and, and poetry and um movie recs i guess on my threads account it's a mixture but yeah anyways uh yeah i'm going to be uh reading this poem that i came across on zombies and poetry uh yeah that account i believe the name yeah the name associated with this account is uh ryan that's r-y-a-n and the last name is o-j-e-d-a ryan ojeda i feel like i'm mispronouncing the last name um because i know sometimes j's are pronounced as h's and you know all of that so i apologize if i'm mispronouncing it uh ryan ojeda and uh yeah so i may just say ryan um and use a first name sometimes use initials as well or instagram handles uh to refer to the poet or the writer of the poem and uh, i try to include link trees that anyone has and things of that nature so you know feel free to click on that as long as i you know entered it correctly um yeah and uh you know um a lot of times you can find poets you know their other accounts to twitter some even have Tumblr accounts and um and um more updates on their work and what they're working on. Yeah. So the poem I'll be selecting is this one here. So this poem it is titled When the Ocean Forgets Your Name. Again, it is by Zombies and Poetry, aka Ryan, yeah. When the ocean forgets your name. I stand here at the docks with nothing but the soothing sun-kissed gentle breeze gracing me with her touch, looking out at an ocean that's probably forgotten my name by now, and perhaps it's not even the same waters that I once longed for. Your waters could have drifted away to parts of the world unknown to me. Meanwhile, I'm still here. Resting on these old wooden planks, the horizon sprawled out in front of me, the world I'd love nothing more than to forget behind me can't help but wish you'd sense a spark just a small hint of recognition and whisk me away to your depths forever but for now this gentle breeze wrapped around me from your waves is enough so this poem it has a really great title Uh, i love pointing out titles because i think again they're a great uh starting point for the reader Uh, when the ocean forgets your name the ocean itself is very vast and beautiful so for something as massive as the ocean to you know forget your name it 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 puts a lot of weight on that you know the title you know you could say you know when you know the earth forgets your name or when 
the universe forgets your name or when you know uh think about anything colossal or more monumental in existence right so yeah i love that title it, it adds weight to the poem i love how it starts off with a scene you know um at the docks uh I myself, growing up, I visited quite a few like fishing docks, not so much like, uh, you know, ocean and, and sea docks, but I've totally, you know, uh, growing up, um, you know, was uh, very fond of, you know, seeing, you know, the water and the waves and the rippling and just paying attention to that, you know, across Minnesota, all of the lakes and all of that, um, you know, I was thinking about even the ferry boat ride I took once, uh, you know, with those large wheels on those boats, yeah, on a, on a field trip, I really enjoyed that, um, yeah, and there's a lot of really beautiful, uh, you know, a lot of scenic water scenes, you know, by beaches and things like that, but the ocean is absolutely amazing, it's quite just magnificent, there's so much, there's a whole nother city, again, as I mentioned, um, on the Hummingbird Blink Nectar Poetry podcast, uh, it's like a whole nother world there in the ocean, essentially, yeah, and this poem also reminded me again of you know, um, the waves poem that, um, Elizabeth M. Castillo had in episode 126 of the Hummingbird Blink Nectar Poetry podcast that we shared through there. And, uh, again, be sure to grab a copy of, uh, her book, Not Quite an Ocean. Um, it has a really cool waves cover. Uh, I love the design and everything. Um, totally get a copy of that too, by the way. But yeah, this uh, poem has great imagery in it across, and uh, I love the word choices, sun-kissed gentle breeze gracing me with her touch. You know, how the ocean, um, you know, is surrounded by such beautiful things like a breeze and the gentleness of that. It's quite lovely, you know, and in this poem, it emphasizes, you know, some elements of nature, they kiss us in a way, you know, um, like light, gentle breezes. Even, you know, uh, something like a campfire can touch us and give us warmth in a sense, right? Um, the Being the uh, close proximity to a campfire, you know, uh, that something that we create in nature can give us warmth even and things like that. Or just things that exist in nature already, like, you know, um, the sun. Sunshine kisses us sometimes when it's not like, a, of course, a hundred something degrees like it is now. Um, but the sun absolutely can, you know kiss us um with more than just vitamin d we can get all sorts of feelings when we're touched with you know sunlight um you know we sort of feel um like plants in a sense you know plants require sunlight we as human beings you know sun is essential you know uh absolutely and i love this line you know it ties back to the title looking out at an ocean that's probably forgotten my name by now there is weight to that you know those lines there you could make it akin to the weight of let's say an astronaut's up in space or a space station right they're looking out of the window and they see that the earth is right you know um you're, you've seen you know uh you know space travel movies and things like that so I was thinking about that in a sense to, you know, the vastness of the ocean, but also like the vastness of like planet Earth, if an astronaut or, you know, um, a space crew person is looking out through a window and seeing Earth, right? There is a great weight there from that, uh, that sight in, in a sense, you know, and it's uh, quite heavy in nature as well. Um, you know, you're looking at something, you know, the Earth, you know, those views of Earth and the views of the ocean even, um, they're quite beautiful, but there's a great weight. It makes you realize just how, you know, massive everything is. And you're, you know, as a human beings, right, we're surrounded by all of these colossal, amazing things like the ocean and 
um, all these things that came in existence. And it's always, um, you know, it's so OMG a lot of the times, yeah? And I do apologize if you hear any background noise. Sometimes there's wind and stuff where I am. So I do my best to, you know, uh, keep it clear. Uh, and the poem continues, and perhaps it's not even the same waters that I once longed for. Your waters could have drifted away to parts of the world unknown to me. So I love that, uh, the, the drifting word, word choice here. And, you know, not even the same waters that I once longed for, you know, to parts of the world unknown to me. So the feeling of something being unknown or, you know, um, drifting, you know, there's that feeling of uh, separation and uh, mystery and... Uh, yeah, and uh, detachment in a sense, right? And meanwhile, I'm still here, resting on these old wooden planks, the horizon sprawled out in front of me, the world I'd love nothing more than to forget behind me. Yeah, so I feel like a lot of us have been in that situation where there's something we want to forget, right? Or we wish we could forget, or I mentioned this on the Hummingbird Blink podcast, right? Um, we wish sometimes we had, you know, the men in black, you know, the flasher thing of Bob's. The name eludes me right now. I mentioned on the Hummingbird Blink podcast, but... Uh, it's uh we wish we had one of those things you know um where we could erase a certain memory or a specific time right um but we can't you know um it's hard to forget things truly it is you know but in the event any hypothetically you know let's say you know um you know it's hypothetically let's say we did have one of those uh men in black flash thing bobs that erases a, a memory or a certain clip right I think, you know, would you want that in a sense, you know, truly, if you think about it? No, our memories make us who we are. And they're absolutely, you know, some lessons we learn throughout life. Um, it's, um, you know, the whole aspect of forgetting someone's name, forgetting who they are. It's very painful. It can be painful. Um, forgetting, you know, I think there's some rights I've come across. Uh, I can't remember where, but, you know, where forgetting is is uh, beautiful in a sense also, you know, um, because you, 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 you're near forgetting, but you're not a thousand percent forgetting is what I'm saying. But um, you're moving forward and you're, you know, pushing down something, you know, that perhaps is not something you want to keep remembering, right? You're moving forward beyond that memory. And in a sense, you've slowly, gradually, you know, it's trail, it's trailed to the back of your mind more so than the forefront. But then time and time again, some things bring up that memory or resurfaces. But for the most part, you've... Um, you know, move past it. And, uh, yeah, I was thinking about, you know, wooden planks. I was thinking about, again, some of the fishing trips I would take out with my folks, um, to different parts of, um, Minnesota. Um, and, uh, yeah, can't help but wish you'd sense a spark, just a small hint of recognition and whisk me away to your depths forever. But for now, the gentle breeze wrapped around me from your waves is enough. Yeah. So I really love this, uh, how the poem continues on here, you know, in terms of relationships, you know, um, you know, I was thinking about, you know, some films, how they, how they have, for some reason, I think because of the recent, you know, Victorian era I was reading and, um, some poets mentioning that in their work, um, you know, the saying, I'll whisk you away, or, you know, I was thinking about, um, how, you know, in relationships, some are, you know, carried off or carried in the arms of their loved one, even, you know, being whisked away, you know, with them or, you know, being with someone forever, um, you know, j can't help but wish you'd sense a spark, you know, there, oftentimes when we're with someone or we're in the company of them, you know, or someone we have feelings for, we wish they would sense, you know, how much we love them or care for them. Perhaps it's not obvious to them how much we love them, 
um, at the get-go, right? You know, not everyone confesses or reveals their feelings, right? And sometimes we dream or wish that, you know, we would be whisked away with them in, you know, uh, everyone sort of at some point in time, even in your childhood, you dream of that happily ever after in a sense, you know? So I was thinking about that in sense of whisking, being whisked away. And it says here, but for now, the gentle breeze wrapped around me from your waves is enough. And I love that. Again, it ties back to how it began, you know, a sun-kissed gentle breeze and that breeze comes back and, you know, wrapped around from your waves is enough. Yeah. Uh, a human being, in a sense, can can give us waves. You know, as I mentioned on the Hummingbird Blink Nectar Poetry Podcast, we and on this podcast, waves hit us at all points in time of our life. But sometimes uh, a wave, in a sense, could be a, a human being or a, a person, in a sense, um, a, a new wave of life, you could say, or a new a new wave entering our life is what I mean. And for someone, you know, you could say a sense, you know, the, a breeze wrapped around you. It's like someone's arms being wrapped around you or hugging you, you know, um, even, but from a distance in a sense, right? It could be from a distance that someone is perhaps, you know, has become your breeze or, you know, they're still in contact with you, but it's not like, you know, you're not in the same waters, as this poem says, you're not in the same place in time, but from a distance, you love them from a distance, they, you know, there's that love there. And, you know, it doesn't progress further than that. But, you know, there's a, a connection there, there's love. And, um, yeah. And, uh, you know, getting lost in someone or drifting away with them, that can be, you know, beautiful in a sense, too. Uh, but yeah, sometimes, you know, what this last lines of the poem remind me of, you know, but for now, this gentle breeze wrapped around me from your waves is enough. Sorry, I'm repeating it quite a few times because I think it helps sometimes when you reread poems back too. and uh, listening. Yeah. So you think about, you know, how even just someone's not physically there with you all the time, but from a distance again, you know, let's say hypothetically you are standing at the docks in another place in time they're standing at the docks at another place in time they're not with you but let's say you're communicating with each other still you're staying in touch whether that be letters text or a phone even they you know keep in touch with you in a sense they're they send you messages they are there in a sense right and um and that, that in a sense, is a very, like, gentle touches from them. But you're never, you know, again, in the same location or sharing the same view. Um, because, you know, there's that distance and separation there. But, you know, that's enough for, you know, perhaps one, you know, to be in contact with uh, someone, right? To have that communication. And, uh, you know, that in a sense is uh, great, you know, um, when you have someone who's there for you but from afar, right? I was thinking about that when I was reading this poem. Of course, we all interpret poems differently, you know, uh, and poets write poems, you know, for different reasons, right? And sometimes poets share the backstory, sometimes they don't. I just uh, wanted to give my interpretation of things and thoughts that came into my mind while reading this poem, yeah? But I absolutely love these lines. I love the repetition, again, of this gentle breeze and the sun-kissed gentle breeze in the beginning. I love how it goes into, again, you know, when the ocean forgets your name, because that, in a sense, is very heavy, right? Um, whenever, you know, if someone you, you came into contact with a cross paths with forgets your name, right? That feels, that is, in a sense, you feel like, ah, you didn't remember my name, but I remembered you after all these years. That's what came to my mind when I read this poem. And, you know, that's totally happened to me in that sense. You know, I totally remember, um, you know, names of others I've come into contact with, even since, you know, my, um, 
you know, middle school days, all of that. I remember names and um, high school and things like that. Um, absolutely. Um, but, uh, you know, um, it, it's uh, tough, you know, um, relationships and things like that. In this caption, it says still figuring things out. And yeah, um, the connections we have with others and, you know, in, in terms of, you know, love, relationships and life, they can be quite, as I mentioned, human beings are complex, relationships are complex, of course, right? So um, it's hard to forget those we that touch us in a sense that um, had ever touched us like they were a breeze, a beautiful breeze, or had hugged us in a sense, it's very hard to forget them, absolutely. You know, sometimes we wish we had the, the men in black, you know, flash me thingabobs, the name eludes me right now, but you know, sometimes we wish that, but in reality, you know, um, our memories are beautiful. We, we learn a lot of lessons from that. And, you know, whether it be about love or other things in life, you know, our memories are part of us. And, you know, um, trying to force yourself to forget can be painful. And it, it, you shouldn't force yourself to forget. You shouldn't force, put pressure upon yourself to forget something. More so, you should just, you know, keep pressing forward, keep going on and, you know, and it helps to write down things, you know, uh, that you're struggling with getting off your chest, you know. Also, um, you know, sometimes we write down things we don't want to forget. Absolutely, I do that a lot. When I don't want to forget something, I try to write it down right away. I know a lot of poets do that with their work and stuff, right? Totally. Um, but yeah, this poem um, reminded me of, you know, um, you know, of relationships where others, like, uh, forget your name, but you cross paths here and there throughout your lifetime, and you never forgot them in a sense from far away, because they, in a sense, you know, provided you waves, some beautiful waves, and um, you know, and uh, yeah, it's it, it's so hard to forget someone you had feelings for or connection to or ties to in a sense, you know, and um, that feeling of uh, you know, looking out at the ocean and you know. And uh, it's like you're, you know, you're almost picturing yourself looking out at a person um, or someone you love and you're thinking about them. But, you know, you're like, oh, they've probably forgotten my name by now. Right. You know, after all these years, you know, and then you try to maybe reach out again or they reach, you know, things like that, you know, um, regaining contact with others. Right. But you're like, they probably don't remember me, but I always remembered their waves. I always remembered how they were there for me in those moments. So things like that. This poem made me, you know, think about that. I haven't read much of Zombies and Poetry's work uh, yet. Um, I have to go through the account a bit further. I'll try to when I get a chance. But I was reading Restricted, and, you know, that also had a great ocean line, you know, and uh, um, also uh, Where the Leaves Go in Winter and Latte. I love the titles that, you know, I've been coming across in uh, Poet's work again. It's a lot of fun to uh, to see the different styles in the community and writing styles, so... Um, yeah, I was reading Abandon also. So uh, Zombies and Poetry does a great job with uh, word choices and um, painting a scene and picture. And there are, you know, a lot of uh, commonalities and feelings we go through in life. And I feel like Zombies and Poetry, well, some of the poems I read, you know, um, you know, uh, about, you know, uh, even Cedarwood, I really love that poem. That's one that I remember uh, coming across too. I really love that one. 
Um, I myself am a huge fan of cabins and things like that. Um, and I grew up in a snow environment, Minnesota, right? So <laughs> this heat is like getting to me. So I better go uh, cool down. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the read. Please be sure to follow Zombies and Poetry. Um, Ryan, again, um, some great writing that I've read thus far. I'll have to go through the account a bit further again. And I suggest you do the same. Uh, totally give a follow. And uh, yeah, I... I'll definitely have to read There's a Shadow. I just was going back on the account again. And, um, yeah, some really great word choices and focuses, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I love when poets uh, create and paint bite-sized scenes or uh, focus on certain feelings and emphasize those throughout their work from top to bottom. And, yeah, so um, awesome writing. And uh, take care, guys. Thank you so much for listening again. Uh, I'll see you in the next one, yeah? Well, I won't see you. You know what I mean. (laughs) Uh, Take care, guys.